peace can be so elusive. Sometimes when I'm on vacation and I sit by the lake in the early morning hours with just the sound of the water lapping and the birds singing, I feel so much peace. But that happens maybe just a couple times a year. What about the other 363 days? I think the promise of God's peace is meant to be ours even when life is busy and hectic, when the kids are sick and the car breaks down, and especially during those times when we need it most, when we walk through grief and loss or face a scary diagnosis or we're working through relational heartbreak. That's when the peace of God is most needed. We're on week two of our Advent series. And this is episode 49. Hi friend, you're listening to Find Hope Here. I'm your host, Teresa Whiting, author, speaker, ministry leader, friend, and fellow struggler. This is a podcast about the messy, complicated, painful parts of life, but also the beautiful, joy-filled hope that Jesus promises. Each week, we dig deep into God's Word together and talk about how His truth impacts our everyday lives. I'm not going to ask you to sit with me and have coffee because I seem to have my best conversations while I'm just doing life. So I'd love to hang out with you as you walk or fold laundry or drive to work. You're invited to join me in pursuing the hope God promises. No matter where you are or where you've been, I pray you always find hope here. Let's jump in to today's episode. One of my hopes this month is to expose you to some resources that you might want to use with your family to celebrate the Advent season. Today's episode is brought to you by Casey Hilty. Casey is a writer, artist, and teacher who has created a fun resource you can use with your family, and it beautifies your home at the same time. Casey has created an Advent garland, So it's something you can string across your mantle, or if you don't have a mantle, you can put it on a wall or above a sliding glass door. You get the idea. Each day, you flip one card, and when it's finished, you'll see this beautiful scene of a painted nativity along with scripture verses. It's such a fun and creative resource. I'm sharing with you the reading for December 18th, Isaiah's Prophecy. For to us, a child is born. To us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 9.6 God is known to us by many names, for he is many things to us. He is our protector and our refuge. He is our strength and our peace. He sent his Son to us to rule over us, not to establish more laws, but to fulfill the law established by God. In Old Testament times, God's people paid for their sins by sacrificing the healthiest, strongest, and cleanest animals in their herds. They brought their lambs and other animals before God as a payment for their sins. Jesus came to be the last sacrifice. The Lamb of God, as he is called, was sinless, pure, blameless, and perfect. After he died on the cross, God's people no longer needed to make those same sacrifices. He came as a fulfillment of a promise that God would send a Savior to his people. 
the Messiah is the best Christmas gift we could ever receive. Isaiah prophesied about all the things God would give us through the Messiah and all the roles he would come to fulfill. Wonderful! His ways are incomprehensible to us and miraculous in nature. He has no limits, does not fit within the confines of a box, and cannot be chained. Everything that he has done is outside of our realm of imagination. How marvelous and how awesome is he! Counselor And like a king before his subjects, our king discerns what is right in the eyes of God. He advocates for the glory of his kingdom as a counselor for his people. He is our guide as we obediently follow. He establishes our steps. He walks beside us to listen to us and teach us to love God and love each other. He holds authority over us and his wisdom is ours to seek. He hears and sees us. He is a constant confidant for us to pursue in our times of need, our times of joy, and all the times in between. Mighty God The child that would be born, given to us by God, was God, mighty in power and strength, the one who spoke everything into existence, from the expanse of the universe to the delicate wings of butterflies, came down to earth to walk among his people. He had the ability to turn water into wine, forgive sins, heal sickness, mend brokenness, multiply provisions, and restore life. Everlasting Father John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14 reads, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Jesus is the Word of God and has been in existence since the very beginning and will sit on His throne forevermore. He is the everlasting Father and has opened the gate to eternal salvation, forever dwelling among those who love and follow Him. Prince of Peace Peace is a gift that is freely given to us by Jesus. In John 14.25, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus carries our burdens and mends our broken hearts. However, he is not only the one who can give us rest from the troubles of this world, but it is through him that peace with God is possible. We have a direct connection to our Heavenly Father because of the Prince of Peace who has united us together with God. Isaiah spoke of this perfect man who would fulfill all of these roles, a son born to us on Christmas Day. I know you'll want to find out more about Casey's Nativity Garland, so I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It actually begins on December 13th, so you probably won't get it in time to use it this year, but you can save it for next year or you could start late Or you could still put it up because it makes a great decoration. I really want to focus in on that last name of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. In the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for peace is shalom. It is used 237 times. The ancient Hebrew meaning of shalom means to make something whole. And that doesn't mean just, you know, restoring something that was lost or stolen or broken, 
but it has this overall sense of fullness and completeness. The word shalom means peace, favor, welfare, security. It can also refer to prosperity or friendship or good health. There is so much wrapped up in that one word. The Greek word for peace, which we find in the New Testament, is arene. It's used 92 times. It means oneness, peace, quietness, rest, peace of mind. I love to look up the original meanings of the words in Greek, and I looked up the word arene, and it means properly wholeness, when all essential parts are joined together. I don't know about you, but I seldom feel that wholeness, that peace. Often, I feel scattered and fragmented, like I'm being pulled in a million directions, both internally and externally. The peace that God gives us creates wholeness and harmony in our inner world. And then it extends outward to others. That is something I want, especially during the holiday season. What about you? Do you feel at peace? Do you feel like there is a wholeness to your life, a rest, a quietness? Or are you more like me, feeling scattered and pulled in a million directions and maybe a little bit frazzled? Okay, a lot frazzled. So what I want to do now is give us five simple practices that might insert peace into this season. Number one, Spend time with Jesus, the Prince of Peace. That might look like you simply pouring out your soul before him, letting him be your safe space. It might look like reading scripture and just letting him speak to you. Number two, and this is something I'm trying to do on a regular basis, sit by the light of the Christmas tree and read or journal, maybe even light a few candles and absolutely unplug. Turn off your computer and your phone and just allow that soft light to bring you a little moment of peace. Number three, let go of perfect. Easier said than done, I know, but I want to encourage you to just embrace the reality of this season, the hard, the disappointing, the frustrating, let go of the pressure to make it perfect. It's not our responsibility. I think making that one mental shift that I'm going to love the life I have, not the fairy tale I dreamed of, can bring a lot of peace to our hearts. Number four, create a holiday to don't list. This is something that was created by my friend Sandy Cooper of the Balanced Momcast, and I mentioned it in my last newsletter. And I included a link to her to don't list PDF. By the way, if you're not on my email list, you're missing out on all this good stuff. You can sign up below. And if you really want that holiday to don't list PDF, shoot me an email and I'll send it to you. Number five, use the wait and imagine Advent prayer journal created by Lane Arnold. Lane is a fellow writer who created a beautiful interactive resource that she calls Visio Divina. In it, she has images and questions for reflection that will give you an opportunity, if you dare, to slow down, 
to think, meditate, and find stolen moments of peace in this busy season. I'm going to close this episode by reading verses about God's peace. I hope you'll be able to let these verses settle in over you and bring you some rest, some calm, and maybe a little bit of reprieve during this crazy season. Numbers 6, 24-26 The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Psalm 29, 11. The Lord gives his people strength. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Psalm 4, 8. I will lie down and sleep in peace. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Isaiah 26, 3. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Luke 2, 14. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Colossians 1, 15-20 He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Romans 5.1 Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. John 16.33 I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. Mark 5.33-34 The woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet, and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Philippians 4, 5-7 Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. 2 Thessalonians 3.16 Now may the Lord of peace himself 
give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Thanks for hanging out with me today on Find Hope Here. To find anything I mentioned on the episode, go to teresawhiting.com slash listen. That's where you can find all the show notes. Remember to follow the show. And if you haven't left a five-star rating and review yet, please do that today. It's one way that we can help spread the word about this podcast. You can leave one like Angie B. 421 who says, Teresa's words are like receiving a message from a dear friend. She helps us feel seen, heard, and invited into a life-giving conversation. Thanks, Angie B. 421, for taking the time to write that sweet review. And of course, I'm going to leave you with this prayer from Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.